Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Comedy Conversations podcast. I'm Manny Garavito, your host, where I go live every single day, or at least I try to go on every single day, to bring together the kinds of people that want to have, you guessed it, comedy conversations. Now, what is a comedy conversation? Well, it's a stress-relieving tool to uh, get some comedy relief. And I don't want to be the only one talking, so if you join us on the chat... You can actually contribute to the conversations with whatever you want to talk about. So, Dro J, what's up? Zine, Ziana, welcome. Mo One, Mo One Only, welcome to the chat. How are you guys? Uh, what's new? How have you guys been? Salty Sam is on. What's up, man? How are you? That's how Salty Sam gets uh, free promos. I don't want to pay for nothing, but I'll show up and raise a glass so you can say my name. You better not ignore me. Give my show props for free. <laughs> You a smart one, Salty. You avoiding the fees. I see you. Uh, thanks for tuning in, man. Uh, what's up, everybody? How are you? How's your day going? Happy Thursday. We're here hanging out. Uh, everything all right? I just came back from uh, a meeting that got canceled. We, we got to talk about this. Um, you guys ever been canceled for something that you booked? Hey, Leon, welcome back, man. You guys ever been canceled for something that, that you booked? No, that no, not that you booked, that they booked. It was their idea to meet up with you. And then they cancel it the day of. Now, if you're this kind of person, please unsubscribe to the channel right now. Because I don't want to be affiliated with people. You guys that do this are the worst of the worst kinds of people. It's your idea to have a meeting with me. And then on the day of, you cancel. And and close to it. Okay? Close to it. Now, if it's an emergency, fine. Elaborate. Say that it's an emergency. Say that, uh, hey, man, look, I had a big emergency, right? I, it's out of my hands. I'm going to have to cancel our meeting today. I'm sorry. Right? That's appropriate. But if you just say, hey, man... Can we reschedule with no context whatsoever? At le- Look, even if it's a lie, at least put the effort to lie about canceling. Put the effort to lie, right? Wouldn't that, that would, that would, the, that would be the least you can do. Put in, put in a good lie, right? Something that I'll never be able to find out, right? Something that no one wants to investigate. Hey man, my cat is really sick. I'll take it. I'll take it. I have cats. I can agree with how important this, this is for you. Your cat is sick. Go out and take care of that kitten, right? But if you're just like, hey, man, I'm going to have to cancel. Let's reschedule. Why? I need. I demand to know why because I scheduled to meet you. Now, was I going to show up on time? Probably not. All right, you got me there. <laughs> Miami time is a thing. Will I show up on time? Most likely not. Uh, what's up, Raul? Uh, Leon says, Miami lacks work ethic. It's the consideration. There's no consideration. There needs to be more consideration with you meeting somebody at a specific time. Now, Miami time is very rampant in our city. And for those that don't know, Miami time means that if, uh, you know, if you're going to show up to something, you show up fashionably late, right? That's your statement of saying, I'm better than you. I'm going to show up whenever the fuck I want, right? That's a very uh, independent thing to do. I'm just going to show up late. Why? Because I'm fucking Manny. That's why. 
I show up late and I'm gonna shake your hand 15 minutes late because that's how I do around here, okay? What's up, man? Just be glad I'm here, bro. Be glad I'm here. What's the name of that uh, movie where uh, uh, if you're if you're over 15 minutes uh, late, it, the it's canceled and it's disrespect? There's a movie with Robert De Niro. Who Was it The Irishman on Netflix? If somebody shows up late 15 minutes, they canceled. And it's disrespectful. I'm very adamant with my time. Uh, Salty says, nah, fuck people like that. Hey, Salty Sam, it's just that you're a judger. You know, you're very punk. You're a very punctual person. That's just a personality type that you picked up, Salty Sam. You know, if you show up on time, you know, then that's that's on you. That's not on me. That's not my responsibility. <laughs> I'm from Miami. We lose that responsibility immediately. Be like, hey man, let's meet up tomorrow, 5 p.m. Sure thing. By the way, don't forget I'm from Miami. You don't wanna, you don't wanna be specific when you schedule with <laughs> you don't wanna be specific when you're from Miami. You don't wanna tell them exactly what time to meet. You don't wanna be that detailed, right? Miami might as well start like setting appointments based on where the sun is. All right, man, let's meet up tomorrow, like uh like an hour before the sun sets, right? Just make it vague as fuck. <laughs> Let's just show up whenever the hell uh, I'm feeling I should show up. Uh, that's because their moms didn't beat that ass when they were when they were little. Dude, what? I got my ass beat as a kid. And I show up at whatever time I want. Uh, because I was healing. <laughs> Why are you late for school? I got an ass whooping this morning. I was busy. What's up, my Melody? Welcome back. My Melody, in case you don't know, we're doing an hour now. How do I have the ability to do an hour? I don't know, man, but uh, here we are. We're going to shoot for the hour. Well, the deal is this, guys, uh, for those that are brand new to the channel. I'm only going to do an hour if you guys are active on the chat. If you guys aren't active on the chat, I'm going to give you the 30 minutes. So that's a pretty good deal, right? Because some of you guys, you log in and you just stare. You just, I don't like it. I don't like being in that position. It feels weird. Right, put whatever you have on your mind in the chat. Okay, if you want me to stay here with you, you're gonna have to contribute. All right, if you're in a grumpy mood, which I've seen, right, I've seen audiences be grumpy as a whole. It's like, damn, all you guys are grumpy at the same time. Uh, it's not us, it's you. Nah, I think it's you because I'm feeling good, I'm having a good fucking day. Right, you ever been around somebody that they're just not having a good day and they blame it on you? It's like, no, man, I woke up. I did exercise. I ate oatmeal. I had en- I have energy, right? I-, I made people smile that weren't you. Why Why aren't you smiling? It's not me, bro. I hate to break it to you, man. It's you. You're being a negative Nancy, and you're trying to put it on me. I'm not up for that shit. So uh, I'll call me when you feel better. Let me know. I'll show up late, but still, let me know. <laughs> Oh, uh, what's up, Milfills? That is serious. Uh, turn that frown upside down. Uh, I wish I could stay an hour. Oh, my melody, you're not you're not obliged to. You can still stick around for 30 minutes and then leave. Like, I'm just trying to reach a whole new uh, group of people by staying the hour. If you've got free time, you know, you could chill, right? But if you got shit to do, man, I totally understand. All right, first of all, let me go ahead and just make this announcement as well. Just because I'm going to stay the hour, I'm not expecting people to stay the whole fucking hour, right? You might be in the middle of something, right? You might be driving somewhere that you're late to. (laughs) And then when you show up, you could sign off. It's fine. 
And then when you're done, right, because the, the meeting got cut short, you can just log back in. It's probably one of the reasons why Miami people like showing up late because they don't want to hang out for that long. It's like, look, man, I can only meet you from five to six. All right, cool. You show at 545, an hour meeting turned into 15 minutes now. It's like magic. <laughs> hey, man, let's meet up 5 to 6 p.m. because I got something to do at 6, all right? Cool, let's meet. 545. Hey, man, look, I got to bounce in 15. What up? What do you got? <laughs> hey, man, you know, if a movie like uh, Back to the Future was filmed in Miami, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If a movie like Back to the Future, imagine if like time travelers had to do something in Miami to change history. We got to go back to Miami. What time did that event happen? It happened on Friday in 1956, October 25th at 3.15 p.m. You show up at 3.15. Yo, man, where's this thing? When's it happening? Oh, shit, we're in Miami. We don't know when it's going to happen. Now we got to wait. <laughs> we got to wait for that thunderbolt to hit <laughs> Uh, the thunderbolt hit the lightning rod at exactly 3.15. And you show at 3.15. Oh, it's late. It's Miami. Fuck. Time travelers would skip anything happening in Miami. <laughs> oh, man. Let's be real, too, man. Miami also needs some work with, uh, you know, and, and the same thing goes for construction workers, man. Construction workers will write on the contract. This project will be done by this time. Won't be done by that time, man. <laughs> Elongated as fuck. Right? If Back to the Future was filmed in Miami, you'd go back in time in the 1800s. You'll see the Palmetto Expressway being built. You go back in time in the 1950s. Palmetto Expressway still being built. 2020. God damn, this shit has been going on for centuries. Why isn't this built yet? Nowhere in the history of Miami has the Palmetto ever been completed. <laughs> Construction workers are the real time travelers. Bro, everyone showed up late to my show last night. Strolled in at 8.30. Exactly. And your show specifically said 7.30. A whole hour. And it'll be acceptable. And you know what? They won't even mention it to you that they're late. It's so, it's so normal to be late in Miami that people will show up in an hour late and act like it's all good. It's like, did you go up already? Yeah, at 7.30 when the flyer said I would go up. Oh, well, who, who's up next? Uh, not me. <laughs> oh man, Biscayne Boulevard too, yes. Bro, I know, there's just so many. Hey man, I've talked about this before. Miami has a construction problem. I, ran, I went over a pothole today in front of a construction worker. A construction worker can be doing construction in front of a fucking pothole and they won't even fix it. Like, I, you know how awkward it is to go over a pothole when there's a construction worker nearby? I'm driving, boom, boom, fucking suspension in my car all fucked up, construction worker with the sign. Right? It's almost like they tricked me. Keep going, bro. Come on, man. Go over on this lane. Boom, boom, boom. Dude, you don't fucking see that? Put some cement on that thing. Nah. <laughs> With a whole fucking bucket full of cement right next to him. He won't put it, he won't drip a little on the fucking thing. At least put some plywood. Oh my god, Miami construction workers are the worst, right? And they close down every lane at night. 
Every popular lane to go home after work, construction workers close it down. It's a conspiracy, man. They just shut it down. It's like, hey, all right, it's uh, eight o'clock. We got a lot of night workers uh, leaving work now, you know. Uh, let's go ahead and close all the lanes on the expressway except one. And on that one, let's put a slow sign. And then while you're driving through it, you're looking over to the other side of the cones. And there's no there's no one working on the fucking side of the cones. There's uh, some truck with the light that goes like this, like pointing to go to the lane. And it's like, where's the construction work? Why is this closed off? What's going on? Oh, you know, we're just bored and we decided to block these lanes to watch you guys struggle because we're out here punched in. Uh, what's up, Drawer Lebo? Welcome to the chat. How are you? What else you guys got, man? How's uh, what, what's new on what's you, uh, what's new with your story, uh, Hernando? Mifil, my melody. Whoever's on, put it in on the chat. Let's let's chat it up. Um, you know, I was talking to Hernando today about uh, hey, juicy. Talking to Hernando today about uh, you know gay stuff. Leon was on the chat yesterday, right? Like, uh, hidden on me. And I was telling Hernando, which is also a gay dude. And, uh, you know, Hernando was talking about how gay guy, uh, you know, when a straight guy is bi-curious and he ha- wants to have sex with a guy, right? He has to get extremely drunk in order to have the experience so that he, quote-unquote, uh, won't remember. And, uh, you know, Hernando says this is something that actually exists out there. Yes, baby. Uh, he, he says that there's a lot of uh, straight guys that are bi-curious, but they can't admit that they want to have the experience. You know what I mean? I believe it. I've seen a lot of uh, guy, straight guys with some gay tendencies. And I'm like, yo, you would. Uh, I think you would. Under the right circumstances, I think you would. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. You know? But Hernando was explaining to me these guys, these particular guys, they need to have some alcohol in them in order for them to have it by accident, right? And they'll act like, oh, I don't remember, right? Like they, they've got to really inebriate themselves to have it. Uh, my friend was straight friends, but get extra friendly when drunk. Exactly, Leon. So <laughs> I guess you guys are just going to have to gamble. You, you know, like the fantasy of converting a, a straight guy or some guy that like, you know, you guys are just going to have to throw the dice and hopefully you get the numbers like, oh, my my numbers up. I finally get to bang a straight dude. Here we go. I socked a lot of straight <laughs> dicking in Miami. <laughs> Bro, more power to you, man. Uh, you're never going to get me. That's for sure. <laughs> Now I know never to have a drink with Hernando or Leon again. Shots, 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 shots. I'm just walking out the back door. <laughs> I just had a crazy killer set, right? Hey, let's bring out some shots for everybody that was in the crowd. Everybody, shots, shots, shots. They're like, I'm going get the fuck out of here now. Because <laughs> I know I've heard this story. <laughs> I know what's going to happen soon. This is, it's a trap. <laughs> guys, run. When, <laughs> when the gay guys buy shots, Run. No, I don't like this. Dude, I got, I, I, when I was talking to Leon yesterday, I like, I know I don't want to convert you. No, I know, Hernando. I'm not saying. Besides, how, how weird would it be you, you being uh, coached by me 
you get me drunk and then the next day I got to do coaching. So what did you do last week? <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> oh man, to bring you guys in on the story, uh, Hernando is a rising comedian here in Miami and uh, he's being coached by me. And uh, Hernando's on the ball, man. You guys got to keep your eye on him. He's going to start his podcast soon. I'm looking forward to hearing that. It's a trap. Yeah, exactly. Gay guys giving you shots. It's a trap. We are going to get you. <laughs> that sounds like a scary, like a scary movie. Oh, wait a second. I actually used to have that joke. This was like back in the day. Wow, dude, you just, you guys just brought me back uh, to this old, old, wow, this is like probably like 2011. I used to have this joke that used to go, uh, you ever notice that scary movies are always the same, right? It's always like, uh, you know, like a slasher movie, someone's chasing you and trying to like kill you. But like they should, they should be more specific with horror movies and make it based out of phobias, like homophobia, right? Like a straight dude walking around in the forest by himself. Hello, and then just a gay dude coming out with, <laughs> with oil all over his chest. Hey, handsome. <laughs> no, where are you going? Don't run! I gotcha. And then instead of reaching back for a machete or a chainsaw, he just pulls out a big bottle of lube. Oh my God, no! <laughs> if you're homophobic, do not miss this Halloween. Gayson. <laughs> oh man. Dude, that was a, that joke was, just brought me back. Memories, man. What? I remember that shit. Hey, thanks for that, guys. That was great. Hey, Pinky, welcome back. Uh, it's a scary movie when you wake up next to me the next day. Yeah, uh, you know, Freddy Krueger, if he was gay, right? You can make a homophobic move, a movie for the homophobic people. And then Freddy Krueger, you know, he doesn't just attack you in your nightmares because when you wake up, he's still right there next to you smoking a cigarette. Oh, man. And a gay dude come lick this chocolate off my nipples. You know what? Dude, speaking of nipples, you know what I was seeing today? I saw a post complaining that guys can be shirtless, but girls can't. Like a guy can like walk around with his nipples out, but a girl can't. For the, for the girls that are on the chat, let me. I have a question for you. Um, do you girls get turned on by a man's chest? Like do your nipple, does a man... Does a man's nipples turn girls on the same way girls' breasts turn men on? What's up, Plus? Hey, shout out to Plus. Uh, another great comedian here in South Florida. Check out at Plus Daddy. Funny dude. Legendary. Uh, what's up, man? How you been? Milfil says no. Okay, any other girls? Pinky, are you still on my melody? Do nipples turn... Do Does a man's nipple turn you on is that is that a sexual thing mimi monroe perfect timing uh question for you mimi if you are a woman i'm assuming sorry it's 2020 i gotta make sure uh does a man's nipple turn you on nope they don't okay so 
it's kind of not fair. Well, I wouldn't say it's not fair because I don't give a fuck. Uh, it's kind of odd to complain. No. Okay, so Pinky says no. All right, so why is freeing the nipple for a woman considered so strange or such a topic, such an important topic? Uh, Milena, hey, welcome, Milena. Milena, quick question. Does a man's nipple turn you on? Do men and their chest, is that like a turn on for you? Do you ever see a man shirtless and just get wet? Oh, my God. <gasps> Look at his nipple. Mmm, delicious. I do like nips. Well, you're, you're a gay guy, uh, Leon. We're, we're talking about uh, uh, straight sexual dynamics here. Okay? All right, so I think that's why you can't... I think that's why freeing the nipple is such a big thing. Right? It's such an important uh, topic because... I guess the people that are fighting for women to walk around uh, topless, they're failing to, to see that a topless woman turns guys on. And it's not fair. You know, of course, you women don't want to be sexualized, but breasts, they're very sexual things, man. It's like, in, it's in our brains. Like, we're, we're wired to like a woman's breast. So, you know, like, imagine the confusion you'd give if we do free the nipple you're walking around with your boobs out and uh you know we're walking let's say in the beach right you're walking around with your boobs out we're walking around shirtless you're not getting turned on by my bird chest and i don't blame you <laughs> but if you're walking around with some voluptuous boobs i'm gonna be like yo man can you cover those things up my dick is rock hard right now and uh i'm trying not to uh come off this way in a family beach <laughs> I can't stand up from, from the sand right now to go to the water because this girl wants to sit next to me with her big boobs out because she wants to freeze the nipple. Now I can't get up, man. You're ruining my beach. <laughs> What's up, Big Daddy D? What's up, Joe Corderone? Free the nipple. It's a plug. Welcome. We're here talking about uh, women freeing the nipple, right? Like men's nipples aren't attractive to women according to the consensus, right? Which is three people. <laughs> but a woman's breast turns guys on. So you're giving us boners, but we're not, we're not turning you on. So it's like, what it, that's what's the problem. That's the problem right there. It's not the same thing, is it, you know? <laughs> Where the hoes at? I don't know, Issa. We've got uh, wholesome women on the chat. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> But I appreciate you coming in and checking up on, on the people on the chat. Yo, what's up? Where the hoes at? Uh, no, there's there's no hoes here, but uh, you can hang out. <laughs> All right. Well, if there's hoes, let me know. <laughs> uh, if there are hoes, please do uh, uh, let uh, Issa Plug know. <laughs> uh, and I like how Issa Plug spells at with triple T. So it's like, uh, where, where are the hoes at AT&T? I don't know, man. Go call up the nearest AT&T and ask them. Yeah, where the hoes at at AT&T? By the way, I'm using the AT&T service so I can get away with asking these questions. <laughs> okay, so uh, let it be known. Hit the follow. Oh, yeah, right now in the middle of this fucking show, Issa Plug. <laughs> Let me just go in and just stop the show. Ooh, I better go follow this guy. Um, <laughs> I like how the only thing you brought to the table, <laughs> they discounted. 
I like how the only thing you bring to the table is asking where the hoe's at, and then you ask for a follow back. You know what? I should follow you. Uh, here's why I would want to follow you, and I want you to be a regular on the show. You know why? It's a plug. Because if I follow you, you could be the guy that goes in and you ask, you ask where the hoe's at every single show. Where the hoe's at? Yeah, where are they? I want to know too. <laughs> uh, if you're here and you're a hoe, please let us know. Uh, th- uh, good stuff, it's a plug. Thanks for joining us. I think it's your first time here. Welcome, man. We do this every day at six, six o'clock. And we just riff, man. We just talking. We just having conversations with whatever you want to talk about. What's up, Big Daddy D? Hell yeah. All right, let's see. Um, yesterday, well, no, today, this morning, I returned the uh, the mixer that I bought from Amazon. Shout out to Amazon, by the way. Um, yeah, brother, first time. Let's talk shit. That's what's up. That's what's up. Caesar, welcome to the chat. Guys and always want to know where the hoe's at. Yeah, you know, it, it saves us time. Hernando. Asking where the hoe's at is a big time saver. You know what I mean? It Asking where the hoe's at is uh, pretty much you saying, uh, is this worth my time? <laughs> As a matter of fact, every time you do anything, I, you, you should ask where the hoe's at, right? Hey man, let's meet tomorrow, five o'clock. All right, but where the hoe's at though? Are they gonna be there at five o'clock? You're calling late to work. Hey man, where the hoes at? Uh, what do you mean? Anyways, what I'm trying to say is I'm not gonna be able to make it to work today. <laughs> you're coming to a funeral, right? You, you, a family member passed away. Uh, any words for the debt for the deceased? Uh, yeah, where the hoes at? Uh, <laughs> I gotta give a eulogy. All right, but before I uh, I say these words. <laughs> For the deceased, I just like to ask the crowd uh, where the hoes at. Okay, all right. Just want to make sure. Um, you know, Tom was a great man. Oh, there's one over there. Okay, great. Please uh, remain right there, ma'am. I'll see you right after this. Okay, thank you. Thank you for speaking. A very brave of you. <laughs> and if you ask, so if you ask where the hoes at, and you get a response, give her credit. Give her props. Be like, you are a brave soul. Your confidence is through, right? Compliment her. Your confidence is through the roof. I love it. What do you like about me? I love how confident you are. I'll never, imagine if you marry somebody by asking where the hoe's at and then like you meet one and then you fall in love. It's like, what, how did you know that you love Sherry? I walked into a room and I said, where the hoe's at? And she lit up and I knew that she was an angel. I knew she was the one for me. I knew that I had to uh, put a ring on it. <laughs> oh, man. I can't make it in because I found a home. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Hernando. You you then say, hey, man, look, I'm going to have to go ahead and cancel this meeting because uh, I found a hoe and uh, I'm going to spend my time <laughs> with said hoe. Wow, 11 viewers. Yesterday, I think we hit 17. I think it's the hour. You know, it's more convenient for Miami people. Six, it's Miami time in action. The show is at 6 o'clock. I'll be there at 629. Yo, what up? We got a comedy show virtually around here? 
Yeah, sorry I'm late, man, but you know, I'm from Miami and uh, I don't think there's any hoes in here. So uh, I'm just checking it out for a few minutes. Typical Miami, a record. No, Leon, you want to see a record? Um, in the beginning, when I, when I first started doing this, I did it twice a day, believe it or not, Leon. You're fairly new. I did this back in March 17th was the first show. And I did two Miami comedy streams, one at three o'clock for the lunch hour and one at 10.30 at night, okay? And the one at 10.30 at night would hit 20 something, like 27, 28, almost 30 sometimes. And the reason why is because Miami is a very nightlife kind of people, right? Like they, <laughs> somebody should do an animal planet on like uh, a Miami dude, right? Miami dude wakes up at 5 p.m. <sighs> Cocaine stole his nostrils. And he's out and about to go get breakfast at 5.30. He walks into a room at 8 o'clock during happy hour and says, where the hell is that? <laughs> so at the 10.30 show is when I used to do uh, the late night. And a lot of people showed up. But the problem with doing, the problem with doing late night shows is I expend a lot of energy. Like doing this and keeping the conversation going, it's, it's very task. Like I... This is like working out because it's like you don't stop and you got to be fast and you got to like get this and you got to say there's a lot going on. Right. And so if I try to go to sleep after using this kind of energy, it's like I toss and turn. It's like, I, 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 oh, where the hell is that? Right. <laughs> like a lot of stuff goes through my head if I do this late. And so I, I take that to bed with me. So if I do it at six to seven, that then gives me a two hour buffer before the show. And then after the show, I, I, I'm a clean slate. So I get to sleep better. So even though I got a cut in viewers, I don't get a cut in sleep. Like I actually get a good night's rest. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't want to be that guy that goes to sleep at 3 a.m. and wakes up at five. Like I don't, I don't like that. Uh, 6 p.m. people come in at 6.20. 6.29 to be exact. exact. Late night is the best. I used to live like that. It's a plug. Late nights. I used to be the late night guy, man. But you don't feel good the next morning. You know, you're out and about adventuring. Adventuring is good for like two hours at most. You go out, you're like, oh, shit, do a couple of blow. Do, you know, do some lines over here. Go to a strip club over there. Get some drinks over there. Go to my buddy's house over there. Go see this girl, text this girl real quick over there, right? You out and about, you out in Miami, you're doing your thing, right? And then the next morning, you're just like, bro, what the fuck am I doing with my life, man? what I do last night? I drank like X amount of beers. I spent like $110 on drinks. Did blow in a bathroom. Was that, was that bathroom even clean? Gross. Bang that girl. Eh, it wasn't that bad. And then you just go eat McDonald's and then call it a day. It kind of ruins your day being a nightlife person. I like daytime. Maybe it's because I'm getting old. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I'm just old. You know, how old are you? It's a, it's a plug. How old are you? You know, as a 35-year-old man, I'm a, I'm a daytime guy. Like, I like going for a run and shit. <laughs> I like drinking water. <laughs> it makes me feel good. I feel better about myself, you know, and I could bullshit a little bit more, right? If I was drinking out last night and I came and do, I probably wouldn't be on right now. If I was a night owl, it's a plug. I, yeah, you're 10 years younger than me. Exactly. Hernando is 39. God damn, Hernando. Yeah, you know what, Hernando, with a hairline like that, I believe it. <laughs> Hell nah, you have to bar hop. I used to be like that. Yeah, I used to do bar hopping as the plug. Hey, man, more power to you. Live your 20s. But here, I'll give you some advice 
it's a plug. You choose to keep it or not, okay? I'm gonna give you some advice. As, as, a, as a friend, as a virtual friend, in your 20s, invest. It might sound cliche, dude, do it. If you go out and you're buying drinks, right? Those drinks are eight, $10, maybe 17 in some places, right? Bah, 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 bah. And you, you look back and you're gonna be like, bro, I think I spent like $25,000 in one year alone on drinks. If there was a way to measure the amount of drinks you buy in Miami, all right, in your 20s, okay, your, your, you would, your mind would be blown, okay? Here's what you do, bro. It, just put money away in your 20s. Put it in the market, learn real estate, invest in something so that in your 30s, you got a little extra so you won't have to worry too much. And you know what? That little extra can also supply you more drinks in your 30s. Bam! You know what I'm saying? If you put away just a, put away some of that drinking money so that you can get more drinks in your 30s. I'm investing for my future. I'm not going to buy this margarita now so that I can buy three margaritas later. <laughs> Yo, that's good. I like that. Uh, I'm not going to get this drink so I can get three more drinks ne- ne- uh, three years from now. Uh, you smart. I learned the hard way. It's a plug. All right. Uh, uh, it was bad. I spent money on drinks. Uh, bottles for 500. Yeah, we all been there. Exactly, Carmat. Yeah, I've gotten bottle service too. You know, thinking like you watch a music video and you're like, Jay-Z did this. I'm going to do it too because I'm boss. It's like girls there would be like, motherfucker, you 22. You can't be boss at this age. <laughs> That's another piece of advice. You know what? Don't try to be a boss in your 20s. Invest in being a boss in your 40s. Okay? I think 40s is when people can take you a little more seriously. In your 30s, you're making moves, right? In your 20s, you're trying to figure it out. In your 30s is when you're making moves, right? You got some wisdom. You're still young. You're still fucking... Bah, 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 bah. You're doing things. You're making big moves, Right? And then in your 40s, that wisdom just kicks in, right? And everything you've done in your 30s is now, like, embedded in you. You're now ripped. You got money in the bank, right? You got a nice little investment here, nice little investment there. You got a nice whip. And by nice whip, I mean a refurbished Honda. (laughs) Don't spend too much money on a ride, but get a good one, you know? Right? You're cruising. You got freedom now. In your 40s, you want to get some of that freedom. You know what I mean? But if you're in your 20s and you follow these rappers that try to tell you, you know, be a boss. Dude, if, if you're trying to be boss in your 20s, no one's going to take you seriously, man. You can't be boss in your 20s. You, you, you need more years in. You need more experience kicking in before you can be like, yo, I've done shit. What did you do? Check my record in my 20s and 30s. I was out and about doing big things, man. And then, it had, and then what you did in, in those two, two decades adds up to what you do in your older years. Okay. In my 20s, I started Miami Comedy. In my 30s, I, be- I became a coach. I'm now a coach for comedians. In my 40s, I became a sugar daddy. Oh, blowing up. We doing big things, doing big moves. <laughs> uh, it's all about 98 Toyota, $20 on gas. Yeah, I never found... Uh, I never found the, um, a lot of people will tell you this, man. Cars is, 
buying cars is probably one of the worst things you can do financially. I mean, if you've got a lot of money, you know, go ahead, right? But if you, if you, if you don't, you know, if you make, let's say less than a hundred thousand a year, I wouldn't really worry about buying a, 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 like, bro, have you seen, I have a Honda Civic, right? And it's well kept. Have you seen the Honda Civics? The two door ones? It makes me feel like a man. <laughs> it's a very masculine car for the price. And inside the Honda Civic, it's nice. Like, that's all I need. Like, anything else is just overkill, you know? You go inside of a nice, well-built, two-door Honda Civic with a nice color, right? The seats work. The AC works. You can connect Bluetooth. I think anything below Bluetooth is bad. <laughs> right? Don't get a clunker either, right? Don't, don't go out there looking like a, a crackhead used to own the car. <laughs> At least have some Bluetooth and AC, okay? And clean that shit out, man. You know, clean the car out. Make it look clean. That's all you need. Why are you investing in something that you're hardly in? You know what I mean? You just need to go somewhere, right, for a meeting that you're going to show up late, and that's it. <laughs> I'm just going to use this Honda to show up late to places, and then I'm out. That's it, man. Don't If, you're, if you make less than 100000 just uh, just get yourself a nice refurbished car that's somewhat new everything checks out warranty all that shit bro trust me that's all you need fuck what the media says fuck what that girl says you don't need to impress nobody you impress yourself by saving that money like my, my buddy uh sosnick says save that money no car insurance is the is the best uh no car insurance is the best in miami dude i got i got uh i got car insurance i pay like 99 bucks a month it ain't bad that's all i need i'm a safe driver uh you can't show up with a clunker in miami yeah uh, don't get a clunker like just get something that you're comfortable and you can be respected in uh i i recommend hondas hondas have made amazing cars for the price like i'm really happy with my car and every time i sit in it i still get excited Ooh, it's got the little camera that you can look in the back right and sometimes i go on dates Right, and then I get up, up out of my car and I open the her, her her passenger door, right, to make it seem like she's getting in a limo, even though it's a 2014 Honda, right? <laughs> right, give her white glove service on a fifteen thousand dollar car. <laughs> oh man, and you know what? She's comfy. It's chill. If it isn't antique, it's a liability. If it isn't antique, it's a liability. Antique, I'm thinking like 1930s. 1930s cars, 1950s, all those uh, cars that are remade, they are a liability. You mean antique as in like recent, older car, older models? I agree with that. Uh, my dad used to have a Ford Fairlane. Now, in case you guys don't know what a Ford Fairlane looks like, it's got the wheel in the, like the half wheel in the back. It's got like that classy look. It looks like the kind of car like a, a mogul would pick up a prostitute or shall I say a hoe uh, in the streets, right? It's a very fancy old school looking car. You know, like you would show up at a jukebox, Johnny Rockets kind of car, right? Um, and that thing was a fucking lot. My dad was super masculine when it came to automobiles. Like he loved all that shit, right? And my dad got this Ford Fairlane 
busted like it was rusty it was old but it was his it was his baby it's how he it was his project so he got he gave it a paint job he gave it like candy paint he gave it brand new leather seats you know bought all the parts online you know parts that they don't even make anymore like you got to go on ebay to get parts for this thing and uh he just drove it around and i'm like damn dad you spent a fortune on this car for what Why, why would you make this car so brand new? Who are you impressing? You know? Make her feel like it, uh, like she in a Lambo. Exactly, it's a plug. Uh, people will talk shit about you. What, if you buy a clunker? Probably. As transportation, uh, when I have a clunker, I'd have to park two blocks away. <laughs> yeah, if you get one of those old cars, man. I mean, you know, times if times are tough, man, you get a clunker. Fuck it. You just need something that gets you from point A to point B. Right, and then you show up and you park far as fuck, and then you say, "I'm taking an Uber. I'll see you later." Oh, maybe we could share an Uber. No, 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 I'm good. And then you walk, and you keep walking all the way until you disappear in the forest. <laughs> oh man, I'm back. What I missed? The hose was calling. Oh, man, I had a 1967 Mercedes, so uh, I so miss it. How much did it cost to refurbish that thing? What's up, Young Prince? What's up, C. Lorenzo? We're here talking about uh, investing in cars uh, that are old. But I had clunkers in the past. Me too. Me too. So uh, my first car was a Honda, right? It was a hand-me-down. I think I was uh, 16. What's the year that you can drive? I was 16 years old. And uh, they handed me down a Honda. My mother gave me her Honda and she got a new car. I'm like, damn, mom, why can't I get a new car? <laughs> why don't you stick to this one and you give me the new car? What do you think about that, huh? Why well, I gotta drive this? A hatchback? I'm 16 motherfucking years old, man. I ain't getting get no pussy with it as a virgin. I ain't getting no pussy on this hatchback. <laughs> a 16 year old virgin. I ain't getting no pussy on this shit. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> So that was my first car. I had a hand-me-down. And then uh, and then uh, the next one, I bought my own car, right? As a, I became a corporate man, and I bought my first car, which was a Nissan Altima uh, 2009. No, 2008. I bought my first car. It was like 25 grand or something like that. Bought this fucking brand-new car, and I'm like, you know, I started just paying this thing off for a long time like dude i think i like i i think i got like a five-year loan or something like that and i'm just putting like 200 dollars a month or so, something like that uh no it was more it was like i don't remember man but it, i would pay a lot of money from my checks just to have this fucking car i, I bought it in like 2008 and by the time it was like 2011 i'm like oh my god man i'm still paying for this shit That's the thing that sucks about these old buying a car like with a loan. You bought it in 2008, and then five years later, you're still putting $400 a month. You're like, can this can this thing get paid off already? It's old. I don't want this shit anymore. <laughs> oh man! And then uh, and then I quit my job in 2013, and it was it, it was right on time. Because when I quit my job, when I quit my career, uh, my uh, my Altima broke down the same fucking year. Like it was like done. 
right? And uh, I I got a clunker, man, because I didn't have I didn't have a job, right? I was a starving artist. From the year 2013 to 2017, those four years were probably some of the hardest years of my life. And get this, even though I was going through hard times, I was still getting pussy. <laughs> because Tinder came out in 2013, man, and I was just racking them up. <laughs> and how embarrassing was it to pick these girls up in this fucking clunker of a car? What was it? It was uh, it was a Ford escape it was an old ford escape and the ac didn't work and the windows were and thank bro i i had to cancel dates when it started raining talking about canceling dates earlier i had to cancel dates when it started raining that's how bad it was because i had to roll down the windows because when the, the shits are up man it's fucking hot right it's like it's raining you know 15 minutes till the date to pick her up it's like hey look can we reschedule uh, I'm looking here over at uh, the Weather Channel. It says tomorrow's going to clear up. So uh, let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, primero aprende inglés, Tony. De carros viejos. My Mazda was the shit. I heard Mazda's had horrible transmission. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Uh, ¿Qué está la platica? My mother worked for Mazda. Damn, sounds like they got you. They did. They did. Come on, man. It was my first time buying a car. You got no negotiation skills in your 20s, right? They can just smell you. As soon as you walk in, I'm going to buy a brand new car. Like fucking eagles. Like, no, like falcons seeing a chicken. Just whoosh, What kind of car are you looking for? How can I help you? Right? They're just looking at you like. <laughs> and, uh, dude, yeah, they, they fucking hit me up, man. Like, there was fees at the end. Like, I, I, I was signing the pay. They don't, one thing that sucks about buying a car, they hit you with the fees at the end, right? They give you a price. All right, you're going to get the uh, the alloy wheels. You're going to get the uh, the moonroof. You're going to get this. You're going to get that. It's going to be X amount of dollars. And then they bring you the paperwork to sign off for the loan. And then you're like, yeah, what's this $539 uh, other fee about? I, I thought you said I was paying this price. Oh, well, you know, those are the uh, closing costs. And I'm like, look, man, uh, not only are you getting a commission from the car you just sold me, you're getting, you're now stealing from me. <laughs> but you don't know how to negotiate, so you just take their word for it. You know? Okay. Oh, oh, there's extra fees? Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know there was extra fees. All right, let me go ahead and just sign this off. Hey, I got a brand new car. And then when you look back, you're like, that motherfucker swindled me $539. So here's how I'm going to negotiate from now on. I'm going to walk in. Do your research before you buy a new car. Go online. See the Kelly Blue Book or whatever, right? Get a price. Get a price. And you're going to walk in with that price. And you're going to go up to the car you want. And you got to know which car you want. Car shopping, I never understood that. Why would you go car shopping? You're going to walk in. Oh, I don't know. Should I get this one or should I get that one? Right? It's a hot box. I don't know. I guess I did hot box in the Altima. That's for sure. Uh, but that was back in my weed days. <laughs> so what you do is you walk in with a price in your hand already that you did your research. You go up to the car you want. You call a guy over and you go, hey, man, listen, uh, I want this model with these specs. And this is the price I'm going to pay. 
All right. And uh, if the price is different than what is written on this piece of paper, I'm not buying it here. So what will it be? <laughs> that's how I'm going to buy. That's how I buy cars from now on. Like I have a price already in my hand and I, I give them an ultimatum. Hey, man, listen, it's either you're getting a commission today or you're not. What will it be? <laughs> That's exactly how you should tell them. You want to make some money today? <laughs> no, what you do is you ask them how the day's going in sales, right? You, you just you just start a conversation first. You go, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, no, the guy comes up to you. He's like, hey, man, how are you? Uh, can I uh, can I help you with anything? Yo, man, everything's going great. How's uh, how's business? <laughs> did you make any sales today? What what kind of sales did you make? What'd you sell? Oh, you didn't sell anything. Oh, yeah, you know, times are rough, man. It's 2020, you know, it's an economic recession. You know, things are a little rough out there. Uh, you want to make some money today? <laughs> All right, so uh, I want this model with these specs, and I'm only going to pay this price. Okay? All right, just letting you know. And then that's it. You bought a brand new car at the price you wanted. That's how I would do it. Trust me, man, they need... They need, they need to make the sale. Their careers are on the line. That's all you got to do. If you show up, oh, I don't know which one to get. Which one should I do? That, that's how they get you. All right. Before I forget, shout out to my boy, LU, uh, a badass health insurance uh, agent, helping individuals, families, small businesses uh, with the health plan that they need. Okay. Whether it be Medicare, Medicaid, group plans, ACA Obamacare, AKA Obamacare, uh, uh, if you've got health insurance questions, this gentleman has answers. Contact LEU uh, Venus. That's E L I U V I N A S at ushadvisors.com. Check him out. LEU Venus at ushadvisors.com. Look him up. I actually have my uh, health insurance with this gentleman, and I'm very happy with it. Not going to lie. It's, uh, it makes me feel safe out in these streets. And by streets, I mean playing with my virtual equipment here in the garage. You could bump into something, you know? I could bust my knee open playing VR, right? As a matter of fact, Elliot, if you're listening, man, I could bust my shit open. Ah! Right? Playing, playing on my Oculus and I'm going to hit you up. What happened? I was in virtual reality banging an anime chick. And I bust my shit on the fucking, uh, on this piece of furniture. I need to see a podiatrist. Uh, first of all, uh, we, th- no, you just need to go to the hospital. And you know what? I want to take advantage with my health insurance plan. Like, I'm going to start getting massages and shit. <laughs> oh, man, I bumped my knee. I got to go see a doctor. Uh, and I got to go to the massage parlor. You go fucking go to the hospital, fucking just, you know, you're paying all that money a month. You know, you just rack up your health insurance. Uh, I need to stay overnight at the hospital. Uh, you're discharged. There's no need for you to stay. I said, I need hospitalization. I want some hospital pudding ASAP. Okay. All right. You just rack up your, uh, your health insurance plan. Uh, plus the $500 on the signed uh, papers. No car, Matt. Trust me. You say, I'm only paying this price. And then 
If it's different when I sign the papers, I'm not buying it. Just give him the ultimatum. With a happy ending. Exactly, Carmat. Can you imagine someone like Carmat is like using this advantage to like sell a car? By the way, guys, if you don't want a clunker, if you want a car that's refurbished, uh, make sure you hit me up. You have a good dentist. Nice teeth. Thanks. Kind of have like this opening here. Uh, but behind, behind here, this area right here, we're going to close it off with some... Uh, with some dental uh, jokes. So uh, on the back of my mouth, on so I got my wisdom teeth pulled out here, right? And, and that was a fucked up story. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever gotten your wisdom teeth pulled, but it's, it's fucking painful, right? And get this, they uh, they didn't use anesthesia. They, they, they just numb, I think local anesthesia is when they inject anesthesia in your gums but they didn't do the one that makes you go to sleep, right? And I think the reason why is because uh, they, they didn't want to. You know, it's like I used my dental card. It's like, all right, yeah, here's my insurance for, for dentistry. Oh, we ran out of uh, uh, the gas that makes you go to sleep. Uh, okay, right? I didn't know it, it's my first time. So and they were like, is that okay? Can we do the procedure without putting you to sleep? I'm like, yeah, I guess. Why not? And then they, they just injected my gum and then they put a wedge Right, and then this motherfucker was there, and there was a problem. Whoever the, whoever this dentist was couldn't get the fucking tooth out. He cut the shit open. He was playing with it, and he's just like sweating. He's just like, oh my god, I can't, I can't seem to get this fucking tooth out. And then you know something, you're wide awake. And the and the nurse, the lady that was there looking at the procedure, she was there like, oh my god, I've never seen that. <laughs> I've never seen anyone go through that procedure without anesthesia. You are. Very brave. It's like, can you not tell me this in the middle of the procedure? Fuck. God be with you, sir. I hope you make it through. Yeah, it was really bad. So as the guy was trying to pull the shit out, I I saw that he was pulling out pieces of it rather than the tooth itself. Pieces. Like, all right, here's a little crumb of a tooth. I think I swallowed my own teeth. Uh, he was just pulling out little pieces of tooth on the napkin on the lady. And I'm just like, fuck, man. How long is this going to last? And then eventually he pulled out this drill. Dude, this guy gave me this guy gave me the tooth or what was left of it. It was just the bottom. Everything else came out in pieces. He's like, here's your tooth. I was like, what am I going to do with this? Jewelry? Look at this fucking thing. So yeah, it was one of the most painful experiences of my life. Shit got all swollen. So now this other side is due for uh, wisdom teeth removal, but I don't want to go through that shit again. I was so traumatized that I'd rather just get the back of my mandible all jacked up than to go through that shit again. You know, what's up, Immaculate? So even though my teeth look good up front, back here, this shit is like going off to the side. It's like a fucking lowrider. You guys ever seen a lowrider? How <laughs> a lowrider drives like this, you know, where it goes like that. That's what the side of my mouth feels like because that wisdom tooth up here is impacting it. So it's like pushing and shit's going off to the side. I chew with the side of my teeth. <laughs> oh, man. I would die. I can't. I'm a very brave man, Milena. Uh, funny, I used to be dental manager. You have no idea. Bro, I, 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 I don't know if you could. Can you sue dental people? Can you sue dentists? Like, hey, man, look. You made me go through hell. 
all right? You made me go through hell for what you did. You know how they expose like uh, uh, <laughs> sexual misconduct people, right? We should expose a dentist that gave us horrible practice. <laughs> it's like, I wanna expose you for that one time you didn't put me on anesthesia and you took my fucking tooth out. I've been traumatized. <laughs> I'll never be the same again. He kept pulling out little pieces of teeth. I was wide awake the whole time. My wisdom teeth never grew, thank God. Uh, no, Malena, your wisdom teeth has to grow. You're just in denial. <laughs> wisdom tooth denial by Malena. My wisdom teeth don't come out. Oh, yes, they are. And yes, they will. It's called human being. So, uh, dang, I thought it was 6 p.m. You must be late. Oh, Immaculate, you don't know. We're doing uh I was on it. All right, first of all, Immaculate, don't blame me for being late. Okay? You showed up late, not me. Don't switch it up. I see what you're doing here. All right? Uh, I did show up at 6, and we're doing an hour now. Okay? We're going from 6 to 7, practicing my hour here. Valiente, what's going on? Not for everyone. All right, hold on. Let, now I'm curious. We got two minutes left. Let's do this. Does everyone get wisdom teeth? I didn't even have to finish it, Milena. I wrote, does everyone get? And the first thing was wisdom teeth. Most people expect their wisdom teeth to emerge at some point during the late teens and early adult years. But while many people have one to four wisdom teeth, some people don't have any at all. Damn. Is this true? What's, what website is this? Healthline. Damn. Why couldn't it be Alex Jones? Alex Jones says you don't get wisdom teeth. I asked my doctor. All right, whatever, Milena, you right. All right, you know, I can be fine being wrong. I can be wrong. I, I admit I was wrong. All right. One time the doctor put so much pressure on a guy's face to turn black like a whole, like the whole face. Dude, that guy, wow, dude. That sounds painful as fuck. Blood rushing to the face. Uh, I didn't know that. I thought some people was wrong with me. I thought something was wrong with me. No, congratulations. You don't got to go through that fucking uh, procedure. What a traumatizing procedure it is, Melina. Uh, you know, now that I'm now that I'm talking about this and it's and I'm in my thirties and my teeth are really getting impacted. I think it's time. I think it's time to to, to do the procedure, guys. Thanks for uh, reminding me that I got to do this shit. Thank you so much for reminding me that I got to go get my wisdom teeth pulled. I appreciate it. Uh, what's up, Stephanie? Anyways, all right, guys, that's that's the hour. We did it. We fucking did a whole hour, guys. Holy shit. Three days strong, doing a whole hour, keeping you entertained, talking shit, learning new things. What do we learn today, people? We learned not everyone gets their wisdom teeth pulled, all right? Not everyone grows them. All right, so congratulations. Genetics, that's good genetics. Uh, grills are cheaper than dentist visits. <laughs> Why buy Invisalign when you could just buy grills? Duh, it makes total sense. Hey man, my teeth are jacked up, let me get some grills. <laughs> um, there should be health insurance plans for grills. You know what I mean? Like, are your teeth jacked up? Do you need to put a down payment on some grills? Do you want to put some monthly installments for your grills? Then join the Grills Dentistry Club. 
you can upgrade to the platinum plan <laughs> to get diamond studs as well. Uh, having that shit taken out hurts more than having kids. I wouldn't know, Stephanie. But hell, I'll believe it. All right, um, that's it. We're done. Don't forget, guys, this Saturday, Moreno's in South Beach, Sunday, Boho in Wynwood. Those are our next comedy shows. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow, same time, 6 o'clock. All right? Have a great night, everybody. See you then.